Hello and welcome to Tunes and Tumblers by Atwood Magazine. Listening to music is more than an auditory experience. Tunes and Tumblers explores the way our senses mingle by pairing new and classic albums with cocktail and mocktail recipes. We invite you to bring out your inner mixologist as we approach the music we love from a unique, immersive, and thoroughly delicious perspective. So put up your feet and enjoy a cold one on us. I'm your host, Anthony. And if you really want to know, yes, I went to Coachella this year. VIP, front row of everything. I could see the beads of sweat on Bad Bunny's face, which is why Eric is so jealous that he bowed out of another episode. And no, by go to Coachella, I don't mean watching the live stream in my bedroom while eating Burger King chicken fries and getting crumbs all over the bed and having Kaylin yell at me for not cleaning up the crumbs and how it was my turn to change the sheets again. Uh, but but I wanted to finish the Blink-182 set anyway. Where did you get that idea? That is not what happened. Please <laughs> wash your linens responsibly. Of course, we all know that drinking alone is a sad, sad business. So I found someone asking for signatures to ban Bluetooth speakers on hiking trails and asked her to join me on the air. And she is... Kaylin, your cocktail artist. And our guest today is a rising pop punk star from Toronto. If you are starting to see a theme... Uh, you know, it's not intentional. Uh, she made her mark on the pop scene in 2018 with her debut single, Yours, which made a smash on Canadian radio. She then made an even bigger splash on TikTok by reimagining music's biggest hits, most notably her viral cover of Taylor Swift's Betty, which was written from Betty's perspective. She signed to our favorite label, Hopeless Records, in 2021 and continued her incredible upward trajectory from there, releasing her debut album, Debbie Downer, which features the smash hit, you turn me on, parentheses, but you give me depression, and a searing collab with our favorite, Maggie Lindemann. Plus, she headed out on the Sad Summer Festival Tour alongside Mayday Parade, Neck Deep, and Water Parks, and took the stage at Lollapalooza. And did I mention her music has already amassed over 35 million streams on Spotify? She's here today to discuss that EP and her latest single, 5678, in which she teamed up with fellow pop punk duo Girlfriends. Tunes and Tumblers fam, please welcome Lolo to the pod. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for making the trek all the way out into where are we again? Where are we telling people that we we live? The Dark Abyss. Yes, the Dark Abyss. Thank you for coming all the way to the Dark Abyss. Um, and I want to know, did you go to Co Coachella this year? I did. Honestly, it was a last minute decision. I was supposed to go and um, I fell and broke my face. And so <gasps> then I told my I was like, I'm not going. And I, you know, gave my tickets away. And then the day before Blink-182 announced that they were playing and my roommate was like, come on, we have to go. And I'm like, oh my God, we don't have tickets. I don't have out outfits, anything. Um, but we ended up going and we missed Blink-182. Oh no. <laughs> no. Yeah, because I had a doctor appointment that morning. Basically, I tripped, fractured both sides of my jaw, oh my nose God. and chin, but I haven't been able to eat for a month. And on the Friday of Blink-182 performing, I had a doctor's appointment to see if I was allowed to eat again. It was supposed to be at 9.30. He didn't come in till 12.30. Every minute that ticked away, I was like, oh my God, am I going to miss Blink-182? Anyways, he gave me terrible news that I still can't eat. Oof. And I miss Blink-182. But Coachella Damn. was really fun regardless. That's awesome. Well, good thing this isn't an eating podcast. No, I know. I was yeah, scared thing, for a second. Good thing when we're, was... we're all sitting down too. We don't want to yeah. have any accidents here. Because <laughs> yeah. 
our our bar does not have insurance. Don't tell people that. Oops. <laughs> well, I kind of want to get to the drinks. So we got to break the ice a little bit. What has everyone been listening to? What should we be putting um, on our playlist? Honestly, since Coachella, Boy Genius has been on repeat for <sighs> me. Um, I was blown away at the set. It was like, yeah, I, I was listening to them. I heard a couple songs maybe, but then after the set, I wanted to fucking die of like, oh my God, this is the... Am I allowed to swear on here? Yes, please do. Okay. I was like... This is amazing. So I've been listening to that on repeat. Um, and what else have been listening to? Willow, who also played at Coachella. Oh, I she's love so her. Good. Yeah. Oh my god, mm-hmm. she's so good. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I, I'm a bad person to ask about this because I always just listen to old things. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm really bad at music discovery. One of my best friends oh, is really good at it, and always just sends me shows me good artists. But yeah, <laughs> I just let Spotify do all the work and yeah. hope, mm-hmm. like spoon feed me. Uh, I've been listening to uh. Quinn XC. I don't oh, know. I literally I'm was just talking about this with my roommate. So 92. It's Quinn. 92. 92. I'm so <laughs> bad with Roman numerals, but yeah. the lows is has been literally on repeat for me because he talks about or he sings about needing to have these extreme lows in order to experience the highs. Mm-hmm. And I recently decided to just go off my my antidepressants. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like cold turkey oh is that okay How's it, how are you <laughs> is doing? that allowed i'm doing fine i think honestly because my antidepressants like just dim- like diminish the range of mood mm. i don't get the good highs uh, because i don't get the low lows oh low low no pun intended. <laughs> uh yeah and then i've also been listening to philly a lot a uh, piece of art is a new song that philly came out with and it's so great uh and loves a killer by abby bellame it's like this super quirky like she literally has like this you know when you speed up the voice and it gets high mm-hmm. but her voice is really like a lot lower in reality but the song just makes her sound like this like weird whiny bitch oh mm. and i love the whiny it's, bitch. it's it's wild but it's fun and i love it mm. i'm gonna have to check that out yeah, what me too. i've been listening to I've been really into Post Malone's new single. Oh Chemicals. my god, Chemicals! It's, it's so, so good. Yes. good. It's so good. That's like the number one thing I'm um song on my playlist right now. Oh yeah, same yeah. here. I like the first time I heard it. I like listened to it on repeat. I love that he's like delving back into that psychedelic pop space mm-hmm. that he was doing with Circles. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what this album's gonna sound like, but it's always he always comes out with interesting stuff. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else have I been listening to besides Chemicals? Oh, the new Water Parks album. Yeah. Nice. After I haven't checked we, that out yet. I have to. Yeah. After we had Austin on the show. Like, like we went to the like release party and they played it like five, six times in a row. Anthony, we <laughs> went over this. I was there for two hours before you showed up. Oh. And they started playing it on repeat then. Okay. So I I, I know that entire album so deeply. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good album. Well, I was though. sitting there like leaning against the wall with a can of Coke because it was literally like a, a release party with like pizza, donuts, and soda. Mm, nice. Like no booze, that. nothing because, you know, sober sober people. Uh, but it was also what, what was the, it the like? longest two and a half to three hours of my life. What was it like to be the only millennials in there in that space? Mm. <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was Zoomers as far as the eye could see. Yeah, it was. Pretty wow. great. 
I felt very out of place. <laughs> it was fun though. Like uh, we're gonna go see their show on Friday at the House of Blues. Um, nice in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. You went out on tour or not on tour? You or yes, you went on, to- with on tour with Water Park. Yes. Yeah. Did you get to hang out with Austin at all? So sadly, I actually met Austin before the tour, so I've already I already knew him, uh, which is great. But no, we didn't get to hang out that much because I was uh, the first band of nine, and he was the last band of nine. Mm-hmm. So you know the <laughs> schedules of like sound check and performing. And I, I think by the time I've performed, they were just like all getting up. And then a lot of the times, uh, because I was just like the opener, uh, we didn't have a tour bus, could not afford that. So we had a sprinter van. So a lot of the times after I went, we could stay for like, you know, we stayed for two bands and then we had to start driving to the next place because mm. we didn't have a tour bus or a driver to drive us. So my Wolf. tour manager, who was also selling the merch, had to <laughs> drive. And it was, yeah, it was sad. We couldn't really hang much on that tour. The hustle sounds real. Sad summer. Oh my God. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad to tour. Um, when you have no band. money, yeah. <laughs> touring is so expensive. It's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Being well, on a tour bus is great. I hear you're going on tour with Swaco though. In I a am. Couple months here. I'm going to be in a sprinter van again. <laughs> All across Europe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, I think it's 10 different cities. I just did a Europe tour, um, in the fall where I was on a tour bus and that was my first time ever like mm. going to Europe. So it was a that really sick wild. way to tour Europe and like just get on the tour bus and you wake up in your new city. Um, but yeah, with the Swaco one, I think we're going to be in a sprinter van again. It's going to be real if close you, quarters. If you, oh, yeah. uh, if, if you by chance hang out with him, um, I need an apology from him for him hitting me in the face with his drumstick at their, at their show last April. Oh no. Did he throw, <laughs> did, was there a flying drumstick? There was oh, a yeah. flying drumstick hit, hit me face. right in the face. No. <laughs> did he realize? Oh no. Of course no. not. I, I have but it. He, it's over he there. He has it oh, No way. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. We, we tend to be like the the drumstick magnets oh yeah barnes like, courtney hit barnes her in courtney the face hit me, no he hit me in my titty okay oh wow that was way worse <laughs> <laughs> oh god flying drumstick that yeah. sounds terrible it's, i want to be nowhere near that <clears throat> ever i feel like somebody needs to name their next album flying drumstick mm, but mm. have just like a picture of like a chicken drumstick from yeah. kfc yeah, yeah perfect that's good <laughs> that's good <laughs> we come up with all the ideas here but i am getting thirsty it's time for us to head into the bar oh but first listeners if you want to hear more of what we've had on repeat please go to spotify check out our yblt playlist yblt stands for what have you been listening to but you'll know you have found the playlist when you see a picture of a sandwich because we love blts it's very tasty very tasty playlist delicious we have tons of different uh types of music because Kaylin, me, Lily, and Eric listen to completely different things. So and get ready for a wild ride. The, you also can't have the same sandwich every week. You can't. Ugh, it gets so boring. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of person that would have the same sandwich every week. Every day. <laughs> that's a special that's a special trait. Yeah. I get like addicted <laughs> to one thing and then I can't and then until I completely can't look at it and then I go on to the next thing. That's <laughs> fair. I did that for a while with uh the nacho fries at Taco Bell, mm. which are back again. But every time they take them away, I have to give them up. I hate <laughs> when they do that. Go. They do that at Starbucks at things too, or they used to. It's rude. Terrible. Well, I need a drink. But before we head in, <laughs> Lolo, we need to see your ID. What have you brought to show the bouncer today? Uh, maybe this bracelet. It says, um, Atmo Bugamada. But it stands for it stands for you turn me on, but you give me depression. Yay. Everyone is always like when I'm when I have this bracelet, they're like, uh, Mo "Can I take a photo of it?" Of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, put that on the gram, Kaylin. Perfect, love it. Cool. 
So yeah, that because then you'll know it's me. <laughs> exactly. You turn me on, but you you turn me on, but you give me depression. That is like definitely going to be the mood of the show. I think. I love that. Yep. <laughs> but uh, welcome to the Tunes and Tumblers Bar, Lolo. It's in my humble opinion the best bar in Los Angeles. We have a menu of over a hundred unique cocktails you won't find anywhere else, and we've had a murderer's row of artists grace us with their company as well culminating in you which i think is our best yet but Ooh. don't tell anybody okay just keep it shush just keep it shush and we we'll need just, to set we'll just do the whole episode in shush voice yes yeah, shush we were just it's all right and i think we need to set the mood before we get those drinks flowing today we are listening to 5678 the latest single by lolo featuring girlfriends out now on hopeless records and listeners, you already know my comfort zone. It is po- the pop punk resurgence we've been experiencing for the past few years. But this is up there with some of my favorites. It's rebellious, it's cathartic and driving, and it delves into emotional depth that feels all too real right now. Honestly, I was crying the last time I played it. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Five, six, it's seven, a whole eight? thing, yeah. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, there's well, a lot going me... on. There's a lot going on in this sad girl life over here. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's, our, she's our resident sad girl on the show, and we've I talked you. like we've talked a little in the show about how 2023 has felt like this big course correction after you know the panda bear. Um, it disrupted all of our lives, of course. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of us are getting slingshot out of our complacency. We have new jobs, new living situations, new relationships. And five, six, seven, eight feels like a desperate grasp onto the dysfunction that we've been so used to. Uh, you know, like the couple in the song see the writing on the wall, but they don't want to let it go. And so they kind of dance around the truth um, that it's over. You know, complacency is easy, but it's also painful. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, listeners, you have to ask, is all that pain better than the jolt of ripping off the Band-Aid? I don't know. We'll get into that. But Kaylin, as resident sad girl, <laughs> what do you have to pair with this heartrending tune? So what I have for you today is basically a lemon Italian ice with strawberry margarita swirled into it. So we've got uh, basically you're just swirling around in the drink. Um, It's very boozy. I will warn you. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I, I was feeling I was feeling a bit, you know, hair of the dog no i was feeling like really taken by the song itself because it's very applicable to kind of things that have been going on in my own personal life and struggling to come to terms with things that you thought were going to happen Mm -hmm. or things that you wanted and you're pushing so hard for something you wanted but maybe it's not the right thing or maybe it's just not working you know and it, and you keep trying to do it that same way over and over again and so I liked the idea of taking something like a margarita because it's so classic and because you can come back to it anytime and it's still going to give you those same sad feels <laughs> I love because tequila actually is my like tequila is actually like my sad alcohol really? like when I drink tequila I tend to like get the sad which is crazy because they say tequila is the only upper right and everything else is just I know to be a, a lot downer. of other uppers <laughs> <laughs> but gin is an upper for me oh <laughs> well, you meant alcohol <laughs> yeah okay I mean I, I mean I, take I mean what I mean wh- I mean whatever <laughs> okay <laughs> well everybody cheers cheers I can't reach all the way to over the, there to cheers. the downward spiral just keep on dancing around the truth That in the end it won't be me and you Spinning around the elephant in the room It's getting pretty dizzy when we go through the motions Oh, what a performance Go in in the water, but I don't wanna 
in typical fashion, I've already spilled. Oh, God, that's good. Um, what does this remind me of? Summertime. <laughs> it is almost summertime. Oh, God. This is so good. I don't taste alcohol at all. That's how I get you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to yeah, start spilling all my secrets on this podcast. Shh. That's the whole point. Oh, that's get you nice and liquored up. There. That's exactly how, how it works here. Now, tell Tunes us about tumblers. your trauma. Yeah, yeah Tunes well. and Tumblers is just an alcoholic uh, therapy session. Mm-hmm. Love that. Every therapy session. No, actually, I'm going to take that back. Not every therapy session should be an alcohol one. True. Alcoholic one. Yeah, <laughs> coming from coming from therapist in training, Anthony here. That oh, are you a therapist in training? Yeah, yeah, no I way. am. In fact, when we're done here, I have to head into the counseling center I work at to like wow. hear people talk about their problems. Damn. This is all I do all day. Listen to people talk about their problems and ask them about their problems. So tell me about your problems. <laughs> uh, so as I kind of alluded to, you know, th- this song, at least to me, is about how we try to avoid the end of something because we know how painful it is or maybe we don't know anything else. Why do you think, at least, you know, in your like in your experience, is it easier to hold on to the past when it's actively preventing you from moving forward? Yes. Well, it's just hard to like end ending any just like just making decisions or changes are just so like they seem so daunting and definite. Like, so I feel like it's easier to just kind of like brush things off and not deal with it for me anyways but i feel like for a lot of people like yeah i'm really bad at dealing with things um you know i'm I'm a big procrastinator with like everything in my life so especially dealing with things so i try to just not and i hate confrontation <laughs> um but yeah oh man confrontation's a hard one yeah Anthony, <laughs> i'll do Anthony's it though like the le- like he struggles so much with confrontation until it's too late mm, yeah well, if something really bothers me, I can. Has to happen. Yeah, <laughs> if something's bothering me, it needs to happen because, like, I yeah, I can't. I'm not okay with just like things like looming over. Like, if I'm like mad at someone or like having issues, I, like I'm like, we need to talk about this right now because mm-hmm. I hate just being upset. Mm. I love so being I- upset. <laughs> Is that your favorite emotion? <gasps> no, actually, I don't like being upset at all. Honestly, I just think I'm to this point where people are very disappointing. Yeah, that's the problem. I feel like everyone is disappointing. Like no one, it you know, no one's like thinking about you as much as you are, right? Like yeah. no one's I mean, ever yeah. going to put you first. Like everyone puts themselves first, which is totally fine and normal. Like, but I think it's just like realizing that like, you know, you you do the same thing and we're all just kind of like trying to survive in this yeah. wacky world. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. I mean, as a person who grew up with a, a narcissist parent, I tend to be the type of person that will like give and give and give to the ends of the earth to somebody and I will put them first before myself yeah. all the time. But the fact that nobody ever does that back yeah, that's... makes it feel like I'm doing all of this and it means nothing. I don't even get anything that I want in return, I just get whatever's handed to me. Yeah, I honestly back. know exactly how you feel. That's exactly how I used to feel. I feel like just recently in my life, I like turned a new leaf of like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore because I always felt like I was the person that was like giving so much extra with like friends, family, like everything mm-hmm. and then not getting it back. And now I kind of like, I, I feel like I'm in my sleigh era right now, honestly. Mm-hmm. I love that. I need, like, to, join, I need to, <laughs> yeah, to join you in that. I'm just like... <laughs> Yeah. I'm still living in my sadness. Yeah. I, I think I'm entering into the sleigh era, honestly. Sleigh era? Every, yeah. yeah. We're coming out of we're coming out of the Panera bread. We all need to get into our sleigh era. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I really like the metaphor in the song of it being a dance Thank that you. these two are doing. You know, five, six, seven, eight, let's start the dance. And actually that's a term from 
emotion-focused couples therapy, where what you're doing in interviewing the couple is trying to figure out what the quote-unquote dance is, the dance of dysfunction. Oh, what I love is, that. What is the pattern of one person doing something and one person responding to it in a specific way that makes the other person reinforce what they're doing and they just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, so it is like a dance, but we're all tripping over each other and we're like, you know, why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? When have you, like, has there ever been a situation in your life where you're like, I just need to stop dancing? Um, Like in terms of relationships, yeah. you mean? <laughs> like the, we're, we're doing the metaphor. Or in terms of when I'm on the dance floor and I realize how embarrassing I am. Um, <laughs> I do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, it's. I mean, yeah, definitely. I feel like always, honestly. <laughs> I feel like I'm always dancing in relationships mm. of all kinds. Whether it be dancing around the truth or just, you know, doing the same kind of routine. I, I think know. because as people we and and life is kind of cyclical in general, you know, mm -hmm. we have years yeah. that repeat themselves and we're trying to make each day different and new. But when you're living in the same place, working the same job, doing the same things over and over again, it's really hard to break that kind of dysfunctional cycle when everything is sort of cyclical and to create that newness and special feeling on each day is so, so much work. <laughs> it's sometimes easier to just be like, okay, can I just let this cycle run itself? Can I just like get, get to the point where I know what's coming and it's not as like daunting or scary, mm. but no matter what, I'm, you know, you're not the only one to decide that. And yeah. I think when other people decide, you know, I, I need a change and I'm going to stop all of this cycle it's it's kind of an abrupt thing as well and that's part of like the scary thing is like all of that change that comes from stopping that cycle mm -hmm. people can be unpredictable like if they're like the ones who need to be like okay stop like well i'm not ready to stop mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's hard <laughs> life is so hard <laughs> yo <Luminating. laughs> so you said that you're in your sleigh era right now i think i am i think i just decided that recently was there like an inciting incident that made you think like it's time I start started slaying? Was there an incident? Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Tell us your deep dark secrets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? I feel like I just felt like I was wronged a little bit by somebody. And I was just like, wait a minute. Like, I'm awesome. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and be sad. You know, like I ha I feel like I had a good cry definitely on my bed. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm fucking cool and hot. I'm going to be in my sleigh era now. And mm -hmm. that's what's happening now. I was like, this is not, no, I'm not going to be sad. So, but I mean, I'll probably be sad tomorrow. <laughs> right? It goes back a, and forth. It goes back and forth, you know, but, um, yeah, I just, emotions aren't linear. No, they're <laughs> all over the place. If, yeah. If you're living in my brain. Yeah. So, but yeah. I, I don't even know, but yeah, I just decided I was like, yeah. What is your sleigh era consisted of so far? So far. Well, just so like, I guess just songs where you're, sh um, shitting on people. I've been writing a lot of those mm. <laughs> recently. Um, I you like know, that. a good thirst trap in the Instagram story. Mm. <laughs> you know? I don't know. That's a good idea. Yeah. Tunes and Tumblr's thirst traps. We're just going to start posting. I like that. Cause it's like thirst, yeah. thirsty alcohol. We're thirsty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. New segment. Yeah. We it's need a good a, idea. We need a Patreon. It's just going to be Drew's feet. <laughs> yeah drew is our producer <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't put his face on anything really it's just in the background in the silence just his feet just love a, that uh, just his feet yeah love mm. have you heard the song yes mom by tessa violet 
I have not. That is the perfect sleigh song. Like oh God, the, I'm I am that down fucking right awesome. I like, love that. What, what's uh, yes, what's mom. the lyric from the the second verse? It's like, yes, like when I see my picture, want to kiss her. I'm like, damn. Oh, love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's it's very like I'm fucking awesome. I know. I need to stop listening it. to breakup songs and start listening oh, yeah, to more sleigh songs. You should listen to. Have you listened to the Boy Genius album? No. Um, okay. It's called the record. <laughs> Kayla. Yeah. It's so um. good. It's it's sleigh lyrics over sadness. So I think you'll really like it. It's mm-hmm. so sad, but the things that they say are so like punch you in the gut. It's so good. Powerful. Mm-hmm. Please listen to it. Yeah, it is really good. I will. We, we have a few memes on the gram about the album. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah. I have to check that out. I obviously didn't make those memes. Yeah, I was like... Lily is responsible for most of the memes that I post. Yeah, She's I've, I've since here. stepped away from that that role because I sucked at it. <laughs> what we <laughs> needed to do was funny. <laughs> post more memes. That's all we needed to do. Like, That's all anybody From the very beginning. Do. That's all we want on the, in, on the mm-hmm. Instagrams. So I think we should get back to the music. Yes. Yeah. I saw on your uh, story the other day that you have a new song that's coming. I do. And I'm so stoked about it. It's one of my faves. What can you tell us about it so far? Um, What can I tell you? Well, it's very all over the place. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to. So basically I wrote it about like intrusive thoughts slash what's going on on the inside of my brain. And as I said, sometimes I'm slaying, sometimes I'm bawling my eyes out. So it, I wanted the production to be really like all over the place as well. So it kind of goes back and forth between two different vibes of chaoticness and sad singer songwriter. So yeah. I'll play it for you guys after if you want, but not oh. on this podcast. Yeah, we're not. Do we know when it's coming out? <laughs> it's coming out May 12th, so kind of Very soon. Very soon. Also, like, I really love your EP that Thank you just you. came out with. Thank you so much. And I I really like the the concept behind it. You said Thank that you. you you wrote it in third person, right? Yeah. Well, so Debbie Downer was the first song that I wrote off of the um, EP. And right after I wrote that, I knew. I was like, I want this whole album, or EP, rather, to be about like Debbie and it's like this girl because it was just easier to write it when I was just thinking of her even though she is me like it's me Debbie Debbie you know mm-hmm. um but so kind of like and then every uh like the artwork for each single was like a cartoon and then like the artwork for the EP it's like you realize like it is me the whole time but mm-hmm. yeah it was cool writing songs in third person um and then just it just making her into a character that was just pretty much like a, a version of me um and then it was just easier to like um knock out the different like pieces of what i wanted it to be about but yeah i love that how did writing it about her facilitate you being able to tell this story about yourself better than say like just being like i did this i did that you know because i think when you're like looking at yourself it's harder to I don't even know how to say this. It's harder to like take a look inwards at yourself and be like, okay, what, what's wrong with me? Like what's going on? But when I was putting it into a character, I could kind of just like imagine all this in my head and like make it up when really it's like still just based off of me. But I don't know, for some reason it made it easier to make it uh her like make debbie a person rather than like these are my feelings sometimes it's hard for me to talk about my feelings Mm -hmm. believe it or not i tend to like lean into the inner child Mm -hmm. thing a lot i had a therapist that really helped me to kind of connect to my past to my my younger self to the emotions that dictated my toxic behaviors and i think it's sometimes interesting even to think of yourself as a as a small child that's still you you from a different time I mean even when you look back to yesterday it's still a different you yeah and I think it's kind of an interesting way to think about 
sort of approaching yourself, you know, if you're thinking about it like how you'd treat another person, yeah, mm, you kind totally. of you can come to it with a lot more kindness and softness and empathy than the mean things your brain comes up with for you. And I think that's kind of oh, a helpful way to 100%. do it. Hundred percent. I always I like think that. about that. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Anthony's struggling with I'm his struggling. strawberry beverage over there he, oh, yeah. he just drank it like he I, was, i'm almost done with it already he just he's got I a brain freeze up. now oh, <laughs> i i was thinking uh, less in terms of the inner child and more like you know when you're a kid and you're in therapy and they're <laughs> like we're gonna put our emotions into puppets now like how's the puppet feeling um or like yeah it's okay you're <laughs> not the first like, one to i don't spill. know where that came from though mm. oh it's just the bottom is wet okay <laughs> I I spilled already. I, I I'm getting it all over the place. It's already on my pants. Um, Anthony's just I'm a mess. Honestly, I'm kind of drunk from this. Really, <laughs> it, it 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 creeps in. I'm like I'm like a third of the way down, and I'm like, whoa, last night is coming back. How many? <laughs> oh gosh. How many shots of tequila are in each one of these? Uh, like one. Okay. okay. It's I I put so I basically filled my I the used, lemon. I used my uh my Nutribullet. Which I also Love. use to grind my weed. <laughs> wow. Wait, is there weed in here? Like weed oh, that residue? Makes sense. No. So I'm yeah. Can you no, imagine? No, I cleaned it. Um, no, I, I basically just put the margarita mix, a fuck ton of ice, four strawberries, and five ounces of tequila. But I There's only, only three of us. But I only used a third mm. of the 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 mix. Got it. Because mm. most of this is Italian ice. Ah, right. It's good. It's really very good. delicious. I kept it very light delicious. and refreshing. I, I think we all needed a little light and refreshing as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. To kind of offset the uh, the the emotional turmoil that we're getting into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, oh, my gosh. So I also read something else that you said. You, you write songs <laughs> for other people, too, right? Yes. Okay. And you said that writing for other people was a lot like conducting a therapy session. It is, yes. How does that work for you? Well, because basically I feel like when I go into writing sessions with other artists, um, you know, we're always like, so what are you feeling right now? Or they come in and they're like, I want to write a song about this because this or whatever. And it's kind of like I need to then ask them questions you know, like, I guess it's like a ther- it's a therapy session because we're talking about it. And then I just write everything down that they're saying. And then I turn that into lyrics that rhyme. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I do that with people's houses. You make them <laughs> rhyme? No, I just like people tell me all these things and they tell me the things they like and the things they need and how they conduct themselves in their home. And you get really deep and personal with somebody. You talk about what, how they use their bathroom. Like it gets, mm. it gets, it gets crazy. Damn. Is it any sort of like a uh, client relationship that you are performing some type of therapy? I think so. I think like whenever you're dealing with someone's personal stuff, whether it's emotions or experiences or their personal home or you know whatever it is that you're dealing with when it comes to somebody's own thing something they have some sort of quote-unquote ownership over people tend to be a lot more emotional about it a lot more in I don't know there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that just kind of comes out it's like when you're dealing with a couple that has a house with kids you have people that don't agree on things and you kind of end up being this sort of mediator of how to make all of it make sense for these people Mm. in a way that they can't and I think the same is true when you're writing music for somebody it's like they don't always not everybody has this ability to 
arrange their thoughts and arrange their needs and arrange their feelings in a way that really will make sense for them, which is mm -hmm. why we need people like therapists and designers and songwriters, and all of those people <laughs> need to make that, it rhyme. Yeah. Yeah. That can make the make the thing that the other person can't make themselves. Feel that. Uh, so I'm almost done with my drink, which means I think that we're kind of coming to the end of the interview portion. Uh, are you about to chug yours, Kaylin? No. I think I drank all the alcohol out of mine and the rest is just the uh, The red part the is lemon. where the alcohol is, actually. The red is? Mm. Yep. No, yeah, but I think mine's like all ice now. Mm. Well, before, before we move on, I want to ask a question uh, of the group because we were talking about getting out of our feelings and into our slayer. Slay... <laughs> Slaria. Slara. Get, get out of our feelings and into our slay era. So I want to know what like what is something that you want to do in your slay era? And I'm asking everyone here. Oh my I, goodness. Am I going first? Yeah. Everybody yeah, go just, first. Everybody I just, know looked at me, just looked at you. Right? Like, What's I'm in your the one... slay era, Kaylin? I mean, I, I think I'm like sort of pushing myself to that. Yesterday, actually, I decided, okay, I need to learn how to just let go of shit. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's hard to do that on your own because we're human and we like to grab onto things to feel some semblance of control over our lives. But at the end of the day, there is nothing that we really control. I mean, anything can happen at any second. And I wanted to just really be with myself and be comfortable with myself and understand that like I can just let go. So I microdosed shrooms yesterday and Love. went to a Korean spa. Love. Did all the rooms. That is a slay moment. Yeah, that is a very big slay moment. Yeah. You know, being naked around a lot of other naked people is a very slay moment. I have to try it. <laughs> I've never done anything quite like great. that. Yeah, you basically have like the the saunas and and steam rooms and baths and stuff are are um, you know, separated by quote unquote gender. <laughs> quote unquote. Uh and then they've got an upstairs that has like a small cafeteria with really good Korean food. And then there's all these different rooms. Like there's a cold room so that you can get relief from all the warm. Ooh. Uh, there's and then there's all of like the heated rooms, which there's the Himalayan salt room. There's the Ooh. geranium room. There's uh, this like yellow earth soil, whatever. And they all smell good. And like it's quiet. Everybody's quiet. It just felt really, really good to just be in a space where like I didn't have to worry about anyone else or anything except me. Mm. I love it. I could let go of everyone outside of me and just be there with me. My slay. Slay. <laughs> Thinking about my slay era, I feel like I've been on kind of a bender for the past month of doing like literally everything I can think of. So maybe my sleigh era is just me being alone on the couch for a little bit. Love that. Yeah. Not needing to fill up my time with experiences. Slay. <laughs> <laughs> I started saying slay ironically, and then now I just say it, and it's ironic, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I recently started saying cheers for fears, ironically. I like that. It's my new thing. Yeah, and then I can't stop somebody. saying it. Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah, it's really bad. Mm. I bet there's a podcast called Cheers for Fears. We if should there's Google not, that. If there's not, we should probably make it happen. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, let's register the domain so no one can take Do it. it. Yeah, mm -hmm. We're changing the name of Tunes and Tumblers to Cheers and Fears. <laughs> That's literally all it is now. <laughs> I like that. Cheers and Fears. What? Okay, you told us a little about your Slay era. What yeah. else do you want it to include? Honestly, I like what you guys just said of the, you know, letting things go and 
you know, trying to be by yourself and not having to fill up your time. I think that I resonate with that as well. And just, I always say this to myself, but trying to like not care what other people think of you and kind of just do your own thing. I feel like that's the most freeing thing to just do your thing and not worry about anything else that's going on. You know, it's so hard, especially like in life, but also just being an artist and like, you know, comparing yourself to every single other artist (laughs) and just, you know, remembering that I'm on my path and whatever's meant for me is meant for me. And um, just doing my thing, I guess, will be Mm. in my sleigh era and hopefully writing a bunch more great songs and going on more tours and yeah we love that yeah we're sad we won't be in europe for your tour with well, don't worry, i will be touring the u.s very soon but it's it's not announced yet so i can't say it on this right. podcast okay but it's okay it's a good one should we take that out uh if you want i mean i could i've i've written on twitter okay. before that i am touring the u.s soon okay we're just not soon. we just don't know the dates or yeah don't or know anything. the dates or the the people i'm opening for mm-hmm. all right we'll get we're ready for that listeners for <laughs> but you know it before we wrap things up here i want a chance to play our favorite game who would ready or who would ready, who is ready for a game you know what <laughs> i drank that, drank that so fast <laughs> I, I still have like half of mine left I was very thirsty. What can I say? But who wants to play a round of hashtag mood? Meep. I like that. Well, we have a theme song that goes with it. And here it it is. makes me want to disco dance i like that, that yeah in some platform shoes you know uh fun fact but when we got this song from jacob jeffries and jesse mcginty they had a bunch of different samples that we could have used and we chose the one that had the jazz flute Love we're just it. like we need it <laughs> jazz flute please jazz flute makes everything better it just absolutely ask, does. just ask lizzo yeah i'm saying her name on the pod again it's not <laughs> you know but you haven't said her name in like four or five weeks so i'm very proud of you that's because you told me not to I said just less. I didn't say give it up. But anyway, what is hashtag mood? You ask hashtag mood is the game we like to play at the end of every show to flex our playlist building skills. What we're going to do is go to our Instagram inbox where fans of the show, fans of Lolo have sent us moods. These are, oh my God, why? It's because of the alcohol. It's definitely because of the alcohol. Blame it on the goose. These moods are themes for a Spotify playlist that we are going to build together. Okay. And I have I, I have a couple that I would like to try. Uh, these are from your fans, actually. Oh. <laughs> and oh my gosh, this is so perfect for our conversation. But at NavyP underscore 007 said, letting those things that hurt you go. Love it. Can we build a playlist for that? Yes. Every person can pick a couple of songs to go with okay. that. I'm going to go with Life Goes On by Kimchi and it's featuring Critter, which is, I, I don't know who Critter is, but it's like one of those DJs that's like, it's Critter season, like Whoa. five times in the song. But like the song is about life going on and you can move on from things. You can let things go. I'm going to drop. Uh, hang on. I, I need to Drew take this out because I need to figure it out. And I'm also going to do I am not the bad guy. Wow, you're just so good at this diamond. Game. We we practice it regularly. 
I usually start with like my liked songs, the songs That's that I've I'm already doing, heard yeah. so that I know what I'm talking about. Sometimes I'll actually just do a search of like what's what's something that comes to my mind when I think of, you know, when when the mood comes across, like what's my first inclination? Mm-hmm. And I'll just do a quick like Spotify search with just a word. Mm-hmm. Is that your whole process? That's that's sometimes the process. This time I'm just going with because I've been listening to a lot of stuff lately. Like I have. Like just yesterday, I think I added like another six or seven songs to my like mm. regular rotation. Mm. I think I'm going to go next. Okay, I go. have a couple. I'm going to add a country song to this because I haven't done that before, I don't think. But I'm going to do Everything's Going to Be All Right by David Lee Murphy and um, Kenny Chesney. It's exactly what you think it is. It's about uh, realizing that everything's going to be all right. Um eventually in the end and it's a very relaxing song uh very slow cadence to it kind of laid back uh yeah i used to listen to that song a lot back in the day when everything was all right tear in my eye also my second song is going to be um the house that heaven built by japan droids which has the single greatest lyric i have ever heard and that's just my opinion it's one of the greatest rock songs ever written um that is not just my opinion like a lot of people have that opinion as well but the lyric uh during um the final verse is uh you're not mine to die for anymore so i must live and so good gives me chills every time that's awesome so those are my two picks i love that okay i'm gonna put letter to an old poet in there the boy genius because mm. you need to listen to it i do yeah that's a great one of letting that thing go and just shitting on it as well <laughs> um i need another one hmm. maybe let it go by james bay <laughs> i love that song i love him whatever happened to him i don't know that song was like huge mm-hmm. but that's a great song just let oh, it yeah. go yeah I mean, Let It Go by uh, Dina Menzel. Frozen, anyone? <laughs> Frozen, anyone? Oh, this is getting crazy. <laughs> we, we should put a stop to this right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm move about on. to start singing Broadway. Yeah. Move on to another one. So thank you at NavyP underscore 007. That was a, a fun one. And I, I kind of, mm, there's a couple that I want to do, but I'm going to eeny, meeny, miny, mo this. Uh, we're going to do one by at swan to swan, but it's spelled T-O-O, swan to swan who say uh death wish with a skull emoji love that okay <laughs> death wish by lolo <laughs> <laughs> so I'm that's actually, that's the first one i'm actually gonna bring bring this song back even though it was uh you know what i've been listening to but love's a killer Abby bellamy mm-hmm. i'm sorry abby bellamy i can't speak now <laughs> that that drinks it's this done. drink it's it's done us in more than previous drinks um, I'm also going to add Death Wish by Stand Atlantic. I knew you were going to do Royal that. I was just waiting because that was my next song. Really? I yeah. stole it from you? Yep. It's fine. Yeah. Death Wish. Shout out Bonnie and Mickey. We we miss you. Come back on the show. Like Death Wish, my song, which is, I'm assuming that's what they were referring to. Oh, absolutely. Um, is about like killing everything you've ever loved. So it's kind of like, I'm going to I'm gonna add Self Sabotage by Maggie Lindemann. Mm. Ooh, that's a good one. I was going to choose The Metal by... <laughs> by tenacious d love it you can't kill the metal the metal will live on no dancing on my grave by corsage dancing on my that's a good one it is did we just did we just do this playlist did we just make it awesome i think we did yep we're great well thank you swan to swan um hopefully this playlist that also includes death wish by lolo is to your liking (laughs) and listeners do you have a mood of your own why not text or call the tunes and tumblers hotline at 626-604- 
888-646-6477 or slide into our Instagram DMs. We are always taking moods. And we're always taking carrier pigeons. Yes. Uh, we haven't gotten a carrier pigeon in a while. They got lost. Yeah. <laughs> Drew stopped feeding them, I think. <laughs> Typical Drew. Drew, start doing your job around here. <laughs> But unfortunately, it's that time of the show where you've got to shut her down the bar. We can only keep it open for an hour at a time, unfortunately. Damn. Once a week. It's not very lucrative yet. But before we go, Lolo, do you have anything you would like to plug? Hmm. Oh, it's coming out in two <laughs> days, right? Okay. Well, I would say, you know, follow me on Instagram at Lolo. Pre-save my new song. It's in my bio. Coming out May 12th. Whoop, whoop. And yeah, I guess stream my music on repeat or else. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> She'll get you. <laughs> yes, she will. <laughs> she will slay you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Slay era. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but thank you so much thank for being here. Thank you so here. much for having me. I hope you enjoyed your stay here in the, the dark abyss, the void in which we live. I did. Thank you so much. <laughs> and thank you all for listening to Tunes and Tumblers. Tunes and Tumblers is an Atwood Magazine podcast and a member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Be sure to follow us on every platform and please rate and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. It helps us out so much. It helps people find the show. It helps us uh, become more of a family here. Uh, also, if you go into the episode description, scroll to the very bottom, you'll find a link where you can support the pod directly. Every dollar goes to keeping the lights on and getting supplies to make these delicious drinks. Tunes and Tumblers was produced, as always, by Drew Franzblau and researched by Lily Eason. Our theme song is by the band New New Girlfriend, and our hashtag mood jingle comes to us from Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty. And until next time, cheers! cheers. Woo. It's me, It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.